For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my MVP gosh, it's time! Windy City Assassin does it again! We're a little more than two weeks away from the NBA draft, and we're getting a clearer picture of what's going on this offseason for the Bulls and a potential signing coming up once the league's fiscal year starts in August. NBA Finals are going on as well, but we still have a lot to get to here on the Believe in Bulls podcast, on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. So great to be back with you. Yeah, we've got some news coming out about a draft pick from last season. Per reports from Daniel Greenberg at Chicago Sports Updates, also... Marco Samanovic's agent on Instagram. It's sounding like the Bulls are going to sign their second-round draft pick from the 2020 draft. They stashed him in Europe this past year, 6'11 forward, who can shoot and do it all. No official announcement yet, but as Casey Johnson reports at NBCSportsChicago.com, nothing will be official until the league's fiscal year starts in August. And again, the draft is coming up July 29th. We've still got the rest of the NBA Finals to get to. It is 2-1 to Phoenix. Game 4 coming up tonight, Wednesday night, in Milwaukee between the Suns and the Bucks. It's been a great series. I'm still picking Suns in 6. But nonetheless, back to the Bulls. We won't have anything official on Marco Simonovic signing with the Bulls until August. But what do we need to know about Marco Simonovic other than he was the second-round draft pick last year in Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley's first draft as the Bulls' front office. Well, last year in Europe, he averaged 15.1 points per game, 9.1 rebounds per game, and shot 48.4% from the field. And again, he's a 6'11 forward. Does this sound familiar? A guy about 6'11 or 7 foot who can shoot? This sounds like another Lowry Markkinen. So with this signing now, Samanovic's agent went on Instagram and posted a picture of him and Marco with the caption, a one-way ticket to Chicago. And this is kind of what sparked this conversation starting about, oh, the Bulls might be signing him. 
And then the conversation turns to, okay, what does that mean for Lowry Markkinen? Well, if you recall, we talked a lot about this offseason and the contract situations and whatnot. Lowry Markkinen is a restricted free agent after this season. And that means the Bulls can match any offer to him. They can renounce his rights, everything like that. He's an RFA. We heard rumors at the trade deadline surrounding New Orleans and Lonzo Ball. I want to say the proposed package was Lowry for Lonzo straight up. And then obviously the Bulls went out and got Nikola Vucevic and Daniel Tyson and whatnot. And that took away any chance of a Lonzo Ball trade because the Bulls traded their first round pick, top four protected, to Orlando. And as we saw in the lottery a couple weeks ago, the Bulls did not keep their pick in this year's first round. So we've heard the rumors about Lowry. The writing's been kind of on the wall. This signing, or at least this reported perspective signing, seems to point to the end of the Lowry marketing era in Chicago. And I don't want to talk about this too much, but one question I'll come up, okay, what does this say about the Jimmy Butler trade? When the Bulls traded Jimmy Butler to Minnesota for Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, and the draft pick that ended up becoming Lowry Markkinen. Because Chris Dunn is in Atlanta now. Lowry Markkinen is likely done in Chicago. The only piece that's still with the Bulls, at least the only major piece still with the Bulls, is Zach Levine. And Zach Levine is your number one guy now. So I don't, I don't want to get into any of that, but that is something we might readdress here in the next couple weeks, depending on what happens with Lowry's situation. Especially if he does leave, we will likely talk about the Jimmy Butler trade or the Zach Levine trade, whatever way you want to spin it, down the road. But now back to Marco Simonovic and what makes this so intriguing. Arturis Karnaschovas has a great track record with European players. I look at specifically the 2014 draft. Dario Saric, who's playing for the Phoenix Suns in the finals right now, was the 12th overall pick. Yusuf Nurkic, who's a certified badass for the Portland Trailblazers, was 16th overall. And then the second round, 41st overall, some player out of Serbia named Nikola Jokic was drafted and ended up this year becoming the lowest drafted player to win MVP. Arturis Karnaschovas has an eye for these types of European players, some of these under-the-radar players, and let's see how the stats compare. This is according to ontapsports.net, did a really good breakdown of Arturis Karnaschovas and his European connections, and especially that 2014 draft, and it brings up Marko Simonovic's name. This is from last year. This is not new. This is from last year. In the Adriatic League, before being drafted to the NBA, here are some stats. Yusuf Nurkic averaged 11.7 points per game, 5.7 rebounds per game, and shot 55.9% from the field. Dario Saric, 16.3 points per game, 9.5 rebounds, 50.2% shooting, 31% from three-point territory. Again, this is in the Adriatic League. Nikola Jokic. 15.4 points per game, 9.3 rebounds per game, 50.3% field goal percentage, 34.6% three-point percentage. Those are all really good numbers, right? Marko Simonovic, 16.1 points per game, 9.9 rebounds per game, 50% shooting, 40.5% from three-point territory. Again, that would have been two seasons ago in the Adriatic League. And I want to read you again Simonovic's stats from this past year. 15.1 points per game, 9.1 rebounds per game, 48.4% shooting from the field. But you heard the comparisons. That's still, even numbers were down this year for the Bulls' second-round draft pick in 2020. And they're still on par with these other three guys who Karnaschovas drafted in 2014. This is going to be a very intriguing storyline this year. 
I'm really curious to see how he fits into the system, what it means for Lowry Markkinen especially. But again, this is the second draft pick of the Arturis Karnaschovas, Mark Eversley era in Chicago. The first one, Patrick Williams, seems to be working really well. He was all rookie. He's working out with Team USA. It's looking like Patrick Williams is going to work out. Now we get to see AK's European connections. He can flex them here, to use the term that us kids use, you know, us 22, 23-year-old kids. He can flex those European connections now, and that can make an impact down the road. As we saw with Nikola Jokic, he's the name you keep going to. When you hear Arturis Karnaschovas' name and you start talking player development, you start talking draft prowess, you start talking about players from Europe that he's drafted, the number one name you think of is Nikola Jokic because that was a 41st overall pick in 2014 that turned into the MVP of the league this year. Now, I'm not saying... Marko Simanovic is going to be Nikola Jokic, because he's not. They're different players. Their playing styles are very different. But what I'm looking at mainly is AK's ability to spot this European talent, and he saw something in this kid. He stashed him this year. It was a draft and stash situation. He said that out of the gate in the press conference last year after the NBA draft. Now he's going to come to the NBA. I think his game's going to translate, and I think you have essentially, and I don't want to use this term a lot, but looking at from an X and O standpoint and, you know, black and white, you know, on the surface, you have a new Lowry marketing. And what I mean by that is you have a big guy who can shoot and hopefully Simonovich plays with a little more toughness. I have not watched any film on Marco Simonovich. I'm going to be completely upfront. I'll probably do that for next week's show. I'll probably watch some film on him. But from a statistical standpoint and from a height standpoint, from a system standpoint, you have a new Lowry marketing. And I think Lowry is good as gone now in restricted free agency. I think it was a rocky road in Chicago. I expected better. But I think the idea and the conversations about Marco Simonovic signing with the Bulls spell the end of Lowry Markkinen in a Bulls uniform. But nonetheless, we'll have more on this into August once this deal can become official, once we can hear from Arturis Karnaschovas himself, maybe hear from Billy Donovan or Mark Eversley, whoever. And we'll get a clearer idea of how this guy will fit in to everything in the United Center this coming season. Speaking of fitting in the United Center this coming season, more rumors, because we got the rumor mill churning with the point guard position. It is so reassuring to have the Bulls coming up in trade rumors, free agency rumors for really good players. The name that I keep bringing up, and I swear to God, I think I brought this up. This is the 25th episode of the show. I think I brought his name up. 25 times now at least. Lonzo Ball. We got more information on Lonzo this week, courtesy of my guy, friend of the show, Loyola Chicago alum like myself, Sean Sharania, is reporting that New Orleans is not expected to match any offer for Lonzo Ball and that the Bulls and the Clippers are looking like the two biggest suitors for him. Now, we heard the New York Knicks thrown into this mix as well, but we have it from Shams who's as dialed in as anybody. The only one who might be more dialed in is Woj, and maybe he just gets all the attention because Shams is a Woj protege. That's from Shams that the Bulls and the Clippers are looking like the biggest suitors and likely landing spots for Lonzo Ball. And Casey Johnson put this in his mailbag, which came out earlier today on Wednesday, that the only way, realistically, that Lonzo ends up in Chicago is if the Bulls pull off a sign-and-trade. And that's just because of cap space and a couple other 
figures that go into that as well. But that's from Shams, something to keep an eye on as part of my Lonzo Ball pipe dream that I've been talking about now for seven months, because we are in the seventh month of the show now, which is crazy to think about. Another name that came up today, today, on the Twitter sphere from Bleacher Report, is Dennis Schroeder. And he's the point guard of the Lakers right now. He's going to be a free agent. It's a matter of will the Bulls be able to afford him? And how would he fit in? Because with Dennis Schroeder's game, he can be a shoot-first guard. He's not really a pass-first guard. And I don't know how he'd fit into everything because you have on your roster right now a shoot-first point guard in Kobe White. But Kobe White is hurt. He hurt that shoulder. He will be reevaluated in a couple months. Not cleared to play, reevaluated in a couple months. So you've got that unknown in there as well. And if you want to pass first guard to buy the time in case Kobe's not healthy, you still have Tomas Sadoransky. But I don't know how Dennis Schroeder would fit into the system. I think it'd be a name. It would show you're serious. But at the same time, do you want to just go for a name or do you want to find someone who can fit the system and get the job done too? I think that the latter part of that has to be the priority here. But still, like I said, it's good to see the Bulls attached to some of these big names because it shows this front office is serious and they're not going to settle for some washed-up, past-his-prime player. I'm looking more at the Rajon Rondo, Dwayne Wade year with Fred Hoiberg. That was They made the playoffs that year. It's the last time the Bulls made the playoffs, but that roster was thrown together, and it wasn't great. It wasn't built for sustainability. Another name, there's a third name out there, and Casey joked in his mailbag today that he could have made the mailbag solely about DeJounte Murray because his name has come up with Bulls fans. There are reports out there and rumors that DeJounte Murray could be quote-unquote gettable from San Antonio, and he did well for San Antonio this year under Greg Popovich. I mean, let me look at the numbers for you. 15.7 points per game, 7.1 rebounds per game, 5.4 assists per game, all career highs in a career high, 67 games started for the San Antonio Spurs this year. I think he's, again, another big name. Maybe he'd be a decent fit. And as I look through Casey's mailbag here, he addresses the idea of DeJounte Murray and how to acquire him. And he makes a good point. He's not a free agent. He's got to be acquired by a trade. And it goes back to salary cap space. I think Lonzo Ball will be more realistic. And that's kind of the sense that Casey has here that, quote, I still think if Ball winds up on the Bulls, it'll be via sign-in trade. And to bring it back to DeJounte Murray, he says, quote, in general, I think that's the most likely path to a point guard acquisition, talking about a sign-in trade. Because, again, you got to worry about the salary cap space. The Bulls don't have a whole lot of it. But this is what's going to happen all offseason. And it's good to see from a fan perspective. There's respect for the front office now. There is a credibility with the front office and the head coach and Billy Donovan now. There are a lot of options, and the Bulls are going to be attached to most, maybe all of them because they're looking for a point guard, and they have an aggressive front office. I think we'd have a completely different story about how about who the Bulls would be attached to, who they wouldn't be attached to, if they didn't go out and trade for Nikola Vucevic, this trade deadline. But they did, and that shows they're ready to win now, our tourist Karnas show with some Mark Eversley are. So maybe they can pull something off, and the fact that they're attached to these names and they're serious, like... I mean, I wouldn't say they're serious about all of them. I shouldn't say that. But what I mean by that is these names are realistic to get. You're not talking about 
oh, the Bulls are attached to Damian Lillard as a potential landing spot. Like, I'm be a realist. The Bulls are not getting Damian Lillard. I mean, I will gladly be wrong about that. I will gladly have this retweeted by Old Takes Exposed if that happens. But that should not be the expectation. The expectation should be some of these other high-level point guard free agents or trade targets or whatever that the Bulls could maybe get because they now have a front office who's ready to win. They're not committed to necessarily a rebuild. They're committed to a retool. And you have building blocks. You have Zach Levine. You have Patrick Williams. You have, I don't want to call him a building block because he's in his 30s, but you've got Nikola Vucevic. You've got pieces here. It's all about making them fit together and getting them to play well with each other and maybe bring in a championship to Chicago for the first time since Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Phil Jackson in the 90s, before I was even born, to give you an idea. So this is going to be a busy offseason, as I keep saying, and the rumors are going to keep churning. This is going to be really fun. we got the draft coming up in a couple weeks as well. I still am convinced the Bulls are going to trade into the first round. I actually had a dream about that the other day, that the Bulls traded into the first round, and I was live on the air when it happened for some reason. So maybe that's a sign, but we'll have it all for you. I'll be covering it all, hoping to have a couple guests on as well, especially with the draft coming up and going forward into the offseason to assess where the Bulls are at, what expectations should be, etc., etc. That is a wrap for this week's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Podcast Network. Please follow us. I don't think it's subscribe anymore. I think it's follow us on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. We have a lot more fun in store this offseason. Numbers are doing great. I really appreciate all the support, and I will see you right back here next Wednesday for another episode. Have a great week, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.